Welcome to the Everyday Mum Podcast. I'm your host, Heidi Fitzpatrick, and this podcast is for mums everywhere. It's a chat between real mums sharing what works, what doesn't, how they do life, and how they fill their cup. It's often the little changes that you make to your everyday that have the biggest impact. Sit back and enjoy the show. Today's episode is brought to you by Real Food for Busy Mums a new online program helping busy mums cook, serve up, and eat real food. It's about starting where you are. Hey, guys. How are you all? Uh, Welcome to Stopping the Dinner Dilemmas uh, and my live online workshop. I have to confess something. I actually did this last night with some amazing mums who joined me, and it was my first webinar ever, and I was really excited and nervous and uh, forgot to tape it. Yep, I know. It was like two minutes to go right at the end and I was like, forgot to tape it. Anyway, so I'm redoing this for all of you who registered uh, and um, wanted the replay. So now we'll have a replay. Maybe it'd be better the second time. It wasn't that bad. I don't know. We'll see how we go anyway. I do have one lovely mum, Sherry, who's going to join us at some point because she came in late and that's when I figured out I wasn't uh, recording it. Anyway, let's get going. I'm so excited that you're here or that you registered to watch this replay. Um, I'm really passionate about this stuff and uh, it's... Oh, I get excited and I talk a lot. So if you haven't met me before, I do talk a lot. I use my hands a lot and I get a bit crazy, but Let's get going, guys. Thank you for registering uh, to dinner, Stopping Your Dinner Dilemmas because I have to tell you that working with mums for the last couple of years all around the world, this is the one thing that drives them mental. No inspiration, no, no time. Time is the biggest thing. Uh, can't be bothered. Uh, nothing in the fridge. Too busy. Too many things to organise. I totally get it. Hopefully tonight's going to help you. Let's get going, guys. Now, I'm going to share my screen with you because I did some fancy slides, which is always good. Uh, so let's go. Stopping the dinner dilemmas. As I just said, our mum's worst nightmare. Uh, it's, it's just one of those, is it called an Achilles heel? You know, one of those things that just grinds you. But tonight, we're going to give you, I'm going to give you a plan for busy mums to get quick, easy dinners on the table that your family will eat because there's nothing worse than running around. You know, you've had a busy day. You get home, you make dinner and you put it and the kids go, I'm not eating that. I don't like it. So annoying. So that's our plan for tonight. Now, I keep things really, really simple. I don't have time for fancy, although I do like fancy, like bubbly water. Love that. Love this. Uh, But not in the kitchen. I don't have time. Once a week, I might cook something that's a little bit fancy. Uh, but most of the time, I keep it really, really simple. The kids like it simple. And um, and hopefully tonight, things that you're going to take away from this, you can repeat these in your week and uh, make life a little bit easier for you. So tonight is for you and you are in the right place if you're a busy mum. I don't know a mum who's not busy. No, I have no, no mums that aren't busy. And you know what? With four children, every time you know I'm at dancing or basketball or footy, all the mums are always going, I say, oh, how are you? And they're like, oh, so busy. So I get it. So you're in the right place because this is definitely going to help you. You work in or out of the home. Uh, mums work 24 hours, seven days a week. So if you're a stay-at-home mum or if you have a job and you leave the home or you run your own business from home, this is for you, my friend, uh, and you want to eat real food. Again, so important, and you want to feed your family real food. Uh, there, everyone's aware of the packets. So I'm going to talk more about that and what's in packets and why they're not so good for our bodies. But um, real food's good for your body, guys. Okay, it's not for you if you eat real food at every meal, and if you do, you need to hold a webinar because I need help with that. <laughs> Uh, dinners don't worry you at all. Uh, your health is perfect. Uh, or you live with Jamie Oliver. He's my man crush. You, you know what? You know how that movie is at Hall Pass or people talk about getting a leave pass? I would like a leave pass for Jamie Oliver, but only to cook with him. I would love the opportunity to get in a kitchen and cook and learn from him and, uh, you know, just 
pick his brain about stuff because I honestly I think he's amazing and the changes he's making to children's health around the world so much love okay so my promise to you tonight is I'm going to show you how I feed my family real food 80% of the time even though we are crazy busy I have four children I help run three businesses and I have my own business and we have no family close by really. Uh, my parents are up in Sydney and uh, yeah, my sister, sister-in-laws, everyone's spread out. So it's hard, it's really hard, but I did make it a priority uh, to eat good food. And I'm gonna share, share with you why and how it makes my life better. Let's go. Okay, tonight's plan, or today, because it's not tonight anymore, because this is a recording, doesn't matter. Uh, today's tonight's plan, <laughs> go get a pen and paper. Um, there's going to be some stuff that you may want to write down and I really hope even if you take away one thing tonight and you implement it in your family uh, and it makes a change, awesome. I'm really pumped if that happens to you. But just jot down things. I am going to send you a copy of this replay because I did push record. Uh, but just drop some stuff down, jot some ideas in that. Um, and then if you don't understand what your notes mean, watch it again on the replay. Uh, go somewhere you can listen. So... Uh, maybe I'll get an audio of this. That'd be cool. And uh, yeah, pop it in your ears or go somewhere where it's just you to watch this so that you get the most out of it and you deserve that time. Uh, now, if you have any questions, which nobody's here, so there were questions yesterday, uh, pop them in the Q&A box down the bottom. And uh, maybe Sherry's here yet now, I'm not sure. Sherry, if you have any questions, pop them down below in the Q&A because... Oh, I'm telling you stuff that doesn't really matter because if you use the chat box, I may not see the question, but okay, chat in the chat box, guys. And at the end, I'm going to answer the questions. And please, as I said before, even if you take one thing, apply one thing. You may, if you can apply all of these eight steps, you're winning. Seriously, massive difference to your world and your family's world. But aim for one because one's better than none. And you know what? If you ever learn something and you hear it but you don't action it, it's just words. Yeah? So when you're being taught something or when you're uh, learning something new, really take that on board and implement. Okay? Now, a lot of people that registered this don't know me. And that's really exciting because uh, I've got new friends online which is always cool. And um, yeah, I've, my mission is to help as many mums as I can eat real food and look after themselves first so that then they can look after their families best and, you know, get their bodies moving and stuff in our busy world. So that's my, uh, that's my goal. So new people in here is awesome, but I'm going to let you know a little bit about me and uh, just kind of let you know why I feel I'm qualified, although I'm not an expert, to talk about this subject. Okay. I know, I used to be cute. What's that fringe, mum? <laughs> uh, this is me. I grew up in Sydney and I have had a sister and mum and dad and I had your average life, you know, uh, suburbia, that kind of thing. Went to school, had met some amazing friends at school who I'm still friends with now. Finished school and went to university and I studied nutrition. And from that moment, I have loved it. I have loved how food interacts in your body and, you know, is responsible for changes in your body and helps your body and how it can make you feel and, you know, what's in food and what goes together well and stuff like that. And I was hooked. I used to come home from uni. Sorry if I'm speaking too fast. I used to come home from uni and like open the pantry and go, mum, we can't eat this in the bin. And mum's like, get out of the pantry. Because it kind of opened my eyes as to what additives in food can do to your body. So uh, when I finished, I actually did a, worked at the CSIRO in the Bread Research Institute, which I don't think is around anymore. But we were, we used to do a lot of investigating with gluten and um, different flours and, you know, soluble fibres and fibres and amazing work. I loved, loved, loved doing it. And um, I actually worked, we did a lot of chicken stuff as well, which is kind of weird because it was the Bread Research Institute. But anyway, I learned a lot about chicken. Thought I'd throw that in there too. Uh, and I was loving that. And then I met this man. I know he's good looking, isn't he? Uh, met him on holidays and uh, he was the love of my life. And then uh, along came baby number one, number two, number three, and number four. I know 
it's really, really busy. So we had four babies in five and a half years. Uh, but you know what? It's busy. Four kids and one busy life, but you know, I wouldn't change it for the world. It's a juggle and it's a struggle. And I have to tell you, if you've got one child, my biggest and hardest jump was one to two. And after that, it just got noisier and cost more. Really noisy though. Ooh, you should come to my house. Very noisy. So then I started to, everyone used to say to me, uh, you know, how do you do this and how do you do that? And what do you cook with this and that? And I said, you know what? I'm going to start a business. I know that's fancy too. So about two and a bit years ago, I started wellness mummy and I started using my knowledge with nutrition and I became a qualified lifestyle food and wellness coach. And I started to coach mums and get them moving and get them, you know, feeling good and uh, looking after themselves and, you know, working on their mindset so that they were positive and enjoyed what they were doing as a mum because sometimes it's, it's not, it's hard. So you've got to have the right mindset to get through that. And I loved that. And then I thought, you know what? I want to work with more people than just one-on-one. -on -one. So then I started to, I bought out a little product called the Everyday Mum Detox. And this detox isn't like your detox where you stand on your head and you drink uh, beetroot juice and stuff like that. It's a really clean eating week. You know, and I teach people what we're going to cook, why we're going to eat it. Uh, we do cut out things like alcohol and coffee. The coffee part kills me every time. But I have realized that it's not the coffee that I am. Um, I like the ritual of drinking coffee. So I'm not addicted. People that are addicted probably say that. Anyway, I enjoy coffee. <laughs> uh, and I've had like... 65 mums go through the detox and they've loved it. And a lot of them were on here last night, actually, uh, with the detox, with my webinar last night. And uh, it's great. And then I started to listen to them and they're like, we want to do this for longer, but we want to, you know, be supported and motivated and stuff like that. And so that will tell you about that at the end of this uh, presentation. But this year I also brought out the Everyday Mum podcast because I wanted to talk to mums to see what works in their house, what doesn't work, how they look after themselves with self-care, what their biggest struggles are when they became a mum, all of that kind of stuff. Because in my life, a lot of the things that I do that uh, work well are things that I've copied. Mm -hmm. Like my sister-in-law, I copy her a lot. Um, she's got two my beautiful nieces and uh, different things she does. Like, oh, I'm going to try that too. So that was my hope with the Everyday Mum podcast and it is going great. And if you're listening to this or you're watching this and you want to chat with me on it, please get in contact because I just love meeting everybody with that. And so I do know that when we eat well and uh, we are eating real food, that we've got better behavior. And I'm not just talking about the children. I'm talking about us. I know that when I eat and nourish and, you know, eat good food, I'm a lot calmer. I'm not a uh, sugar spike, sugar drop, psycho mum. I am still sometimes, but it does not happen as much. Uh, and the kids are better well behaved. You know, when you come home from one of those parties and uh, they're sugared up and then they have a fight and then they lose their mind and then you lose your mind at them and, yeah. Anyway, so everything's more manageable when I'm eating well and uh, cooking. I'm happier. Kids are happier. Everyone's happier. I've got more energy when I eat well. And I know that everyone that did the Everyday Mum Detox, they've got more energy as well. And you're healthier. Yeah, because you know what? I'm only going to get on my little tangent. Did you know that this generation of children are the first generation in 200 years that have a lower life expectancy than we do? I know. And it's because of what they're eating. It's because of they're not moving and they're not fed stuff that their body recognises as food. And they're, you know, diabetes, ADHD, all of these conditions that, you know, really stem from what they're eating or not eating. Um, so you know what, if health is important, listen up guys, cause I'm here to help you. And you know what, you are what you eat. Um, when I was at school, I remember that it was a picture of like a person made with carrots and an apple and he, like he was a picture of, or, you know, he had eggs, I think his ears were eggs and stuff like that, but you are exactly what you eat and your body's an organic structure, which means your bones are made up from protein and your blood's made from iron. You know, it's got iron floating around in it and water, which is hydrogen and oxygen and all that, but all of your body can be broken down into different chemicals are 
vitamins and minerals yeah and macronutrients and stuff like that so if you put food in that it recognizes such as real food then your body kind of goes oh yeah i can use this i'll digest this and it'll go through my body and i'll use this iron can go to my blood and help carry oxygen around and oh that protein that can go to my bones to help them be strong and my muscles so that they recover from me using them kind of get my drift so you are what you eat and if you eat real food that's good Okay, and so the food that you eat, real food, needs to be uh, made with real ingredients and not chemicals, which are what I've just spoken about, because our bodies don't recognise that as being fed. Now, what I mean by that is, uh, prime example, we've all done it, where you have a Macca's run, yeah? And you eat Macca's, so you might have a cheeseburger and some chips. Let's go with that for now. You eat it and you're like, oh, I'm so full. Yeah, you feel really, really full. But then 15 minutes later, you're like, I'm hungry. Even though you felt full because your tummy was full with all the food in it, but your body doesn't, isn't able to break that down and absorb that into your body to send the messages up to our brain to say, you know what, hey, you've eaten enough food, you're good. And so that kind of gets lost, those chemical signals up to our brain. Our bodies don't think they're being fed. So we're like, I'm hungry, I'm going to eat again. And then we consume these huge amounts of calories that have no nutrition. So our bodies get sick. So I hope that kind of makes sense. And that's how I like to describe it. Even to the kids, that's what I say. You know what, that's not going to fill you up. Our bodies need, you know, protein and healthy fats. And that's a whole nother webinar. Okay, but how do we do this? Uh, keep it simple guys that's it it just has to be simple it was uh, growing up meat and fire veg we have that a lot we have a lot of you know uh, oven baked chicken breast with salad and rice it's okay it doesn't have to be fancy a little bit of tamari or soy sauce on the rice kids are happy bit of homemade mayonnaise with the chicken winning it really does just keep it simple don't overcomplicate it because as soon as you start to get overwhelmed guess what's going to happen you're going to back away from it and go that was too hard so keep it as simple as you possibly can but real food as i said it has so much power in how you feel and how you behave us and the kids okay but what does a healthy fit real food i can't speak diet look like <laughs> It's got brekkie, guys, and it's got real food for brekkie, not boxed food. Lunch, uh, dinner, snacks, and water. Don't ever leave out water. Pop the button there. Oops, went too far. Don't leave water out. Your body, the first sign of that you're becoming dehydrated is that brain fog, you know, where you're really just tired and you've kind of got that dull kind of headache in here. That's your first sign that your body needs some water. Once you're thirsty, you're already dehydrated. So if you're a bit, you know, like when you've got a hangover, mm -hmm. I know you know what I'm talking about, and you get that kind of dullness in here, your body needs fluid. Always helps. But if you get that, go and have two big glasses of water and I promise you'll feel better. So important for your body. Okay, I do bang on about that a bit, so I'll keep moving on. Okay, it's full of food that is simple and real and packet-free as possible. I am not any person that's perfect with stuff like this. Packets are going to sneak in. Absolutely. It's not the end of the world, but it's making sure that most of your diet, 80% of your diet is real food, yeah? There's going to be some little packets here and there. Not going to kill anyone because most of the time you're putting really good nutrition into your body. Okay, now when I'm going to check really quickly to see if uh, um, Sherry's here. Oh, Sherry's here. Let me have a look. Is that you, Sherry? Not really sure how to. Sherry's here. Hello, beautiful. Thank you for joining me. I said at the beginning you were going to pop in because I forgot to tape it. Yes, she's here. She's sending me a message. If you've got any questions because there's nobody else to chat, just pop them in there, sweetie, and I'll answer them at the end. Okay, I'm going back to uh, tell you my eight-step plan, guys, because this is why we're here. Okay, so in um, when I you signed up for this, I said I'm going to give you eight things that I do all the time that get me going, that get me eating real food, even though I'm running around like a chook without a head all the time. First one's menu planning, guys. Menu planning is planning to win. Being, pre bring, planning, 
and preparing is success. It really is. If you've done the detox, you know that if you put in that little bit of time and you've got food, you won't be hungry. You'll just eat great food, but it's so, so important. So my first step is to plan. But how do you menu plan? Uh, this is simple as, and it's... Um, uh, often you think, I don't want to tell people that because it's too easy, but sometimes when you hear it from someone else, it kind of, you go, oh yeah, sounds good. Okay. First I look at my week. I look at what days I have available or no, what days I'm going to need to get dinner on the table, like really quick because we're just getting home from basketball or dancing or something like that. And the kids are hungry and tired. And I look and go, okay, that's, Wednesday night, for instance, is soup night in our house. We have soup because it can be made on the weekends, pulled out of the freezer, and I just make some cheese toasties uh, to go with it. Done. Really quick, easy meal. So I look at my week and see where I need easiness and then where I've got a little bit of time that I could do something, not tricky, but, you know, not out of the freezer. Um, you can have themed nights. So I have soup night. There's a theme. Uh, I have slow cook night. Usually in winter, I'll do a curry or a stew or something in the slow cooker or a roast. Uh, I have feed yourself night, which is like where I put everything on the table and the kids put it on their own plate. Um, and I say to them, if you dish it up, you should eat it because you chose that food. Like I haven't given you the food. Um, uh, and they, they go really, really well. It could be wrap night, like as in wraps, not wrapping. Yes. Okay. Uh, okay. So then when I've looked at what's going on, I always plan my breakfast first because it's one of the most important meals and you have to eat good food at breakfast time to have a good day. It's true. Then I plan dinner again, looking at what's going on with, excuse me, if I've got, uh, you know, sports, what have you, what's going on. And then lunch is sorted because cook once, eat twice. If you've been following me for a while, you know, I say it all the time when you make something, double it. Like if you're going to go to the trouble of cooking it, double it and freeze it or have it for lunch. So we have, let's say, for instance, a question. Uh, let's say we have a, um, uh, not a question, a spaghetti bowl. For instance, spaghetti bowl. I dish everyone's dinner up. Then I get two containers and I dish, all the kids may want it as well. The older girls are in high school so they can um, uh, heat it up at school. I fill up the containers with the stuff there's our lunch for tomorrow and then what's left I put in the freezer in a, in a container for a dinner or a lunch or something for someone else. So my dinners are sorted, so my lunches. So I have dinner and the next day I have that for lunch. If it was roast meat, for instance, I'd pop it in salad. Delish. Cook once, eat twice. If I was ever going to get a tattoo, that's what it would be. <laughs> Uh, and look at what's in season because that's going to save you money. If you go to Coles or wherever you buy your fruit and veggies and they're on special, they're in season. It's because there's a lot of them around at that time. If you're looking for something that's expensive, it means that it's been um, transported from somewhere else because it's not locally in season. And that really will save money. And be flexible. If you've made a menu plan and you've got all your ingredients and things change, it doesn't matter. It's fine. Just move it to another day. If something comes up during the week and you think to yourself, um, I can't do that now because this has happened, just keep those ingredients and cook it on Saturday night and do whatever works or pull something out of the freezer for the rest of them because hopefully you're going out to the movies or something. Wouldn't that be nice? But be flexible. This is not about being stressed. It's just about, you know, getting a little bit organised. Now the second one, shop. Not the kind of shopping that we all like to do. Although I do really like grocery shopping. Uh, but get your plan, write a shopping list, go get the groceries. If you've got little kids and uh, grocery shopping is a chore, I hear you. I used to always get my groceries online because uh, that when my kids were all little, like I'm talking one, three, five and seven, ugh, it was terrible. The baby would sit in the trolley and just throw extra stuff in and then the little one would lay on the ground and the second one would pull her up and down the aisles and then the older one was telling everybody off and it was just like, it took me an hour and a half this day. I remember it as clear as day and I said to my husband, I am never doing that again. And from that day I got Cole's delivery. They used to bring it in and put it on the kitchen bench and I was so grateful. Order online though, it's a winner, it really is. And go to the farmer's market. The farmer's markets are popping up everywhere at the moment, they're locally. 
go and speak to the farmers. They'll tell you, you know, what's in season, if they're organic or if they're what they have been sprayed with. Um, if you're unsure how to cook something, usually they'll give you some information on cooking it. But you can get some fantastic sourdoughs and beautiful honeys and veggies and eggs and I love farmers markets. And back to the coffee thing, they have great coffee. I've never been to a farmer's markets with bad coffee. <laughs> okay, number three, preparation, guys. Preparation is key to winning. I mean, we spoke about that before. But um, Sundays, I do a Sunday cook-up. I always do. It's just it's like an hour and a half of my time. And that really does give me back so much peace of mind during the week. And it also keeps me sane. Very, very important. But like this week, Mother's Day, I was not cooking on Mother's Day. Mm -mm. I was watching TV because I never watch TV. So anyway, you don't need to know that. But I missed, I didn't do a soup, roast some veggies, uh, bake some quiches or something for lunch boxes. I didn't do that prep this week. And Monday, I kind of went, oh, we've got no food. We had food. There was just nothing prepared. So Monday, I did that to catch up, made a good zucchini slice and a soup and stuff like that for the fridge. But being prepared and just spending that little bit of time on a Sunday, so good. And also each day, think about what you're going to do. So like at night, I get the meat out of the freezer if I need meat the next day and it just defrosts overnight so that I'm ready to go um, for dinner. Just being that little bit of prep or if you're going to have an omelette, chop your veggies up the night before if you haven't done it on Sunday. So it's so much quicker and easier to eat the real food. Eat. My favourite part. Yes. But what to eat? Keep your dinner simple, especially during the week. As I just said to you, meat, five veg, pasta or rice, winning. So good. And it's often you people go, that's really easy, simple, wouldn't taste good. Tastes so good. And when you get used to eating real food, the flavours of the real food are so good because everything else is full of sugar and salt. Okay, balance the week. So what I mean by that is I don't tend to have chicken all week. So I might have a chicken dish, a meat dish, a vegetarian, a fish, another meat. Do you know what I mean? So I kind of balance it out because when you eat from all different food groups and all different colours and all different uh, types of food, you make sure that you it's a really balanced diet and you get all the nutrients and vitamins that you need. If you eat the same thing all the time, even though it's healthy, you still will miss out on other things because you need the whole spectrum of um, vitamins and minerals. I hope that makes sense. So these are our easy on high rotation dinners. So these are dinners that we have most nights, weeks, not all at the same time. Anyway. Okay. Chicken. Chicken. So good. Roasted chook guys. Roast chicken is so easy. You seriously put some lemon up and and then put some thyme on top, a little bit of salt, rub in a bit of butter, pop him in the oven with a bit. I always, you can see on that picture, there's a tray under the chook. I always put water in under there so that it keeps it nice, doesn't dry out. Nothing worse. Yep. I always cook two chickens. One chicken we eat for dinner. The second chicken, I pull the meat off and have it for another meal, maybe the next day or the day after or for lunches. And then I use the carcass, the leftover to make bone broth. So good. So easy. Use the whole thing. And that's like what? One, two, three, four meals. Amazing. Chicken soup. Love chicken soup, especially in this cooler weather. Chicken pasta. Cook some pasta and use the chicken from the leftover roast chicken. Mix it through with some, well, what are we going to put in there? Avocado, snow peas and mushrooms. So good. Chicken patties. Get some chicken mince. Pop in some grated veggies. You could pop in some feta. You could pop in uh, parmesan cheese. Goes in there well too. Pop in some cook them up just like a risol but a chicken patty delish and schnitzel a winner my kids will eat anything that's got breadcrumbs i know now vegetarian i try to have meatless monday but i do have one at least one day a week where i don't eat meat just because i think it's really good to get lots of veggies in um slow cooked chip hickory i can't speak don't want to say that fast uh so good in the slow cooker. This is a favorite of that's actually the picture. It's a favorite of all of ours and it's delish. Amazing. Veggie soup's good. Falafel wraps. Again, we spoke about wrap night. Falafel wraps are delish. They're made with chickpeas. Really easy to zoom some up. Um, or you can get actually good falafels, little ball falafels in like in the fridge section at Coles that are organic. They're delish. Chili con carne with no meat. So you just make the chili con carne recipe, which is just lots of veggies and tomato and stuff. A couple of spices. Don't put mints in there. 
and lentil burgers. So good. Lentil burgers are really easy. And if you zoom them up and cook them, my kids sometimes don't even go, is this a lentil burger? They just eat it. That's winning. Okay, red meat. So you've got things like spaghetti bowl. We already spoke about spaghetti bowl and, you know, keeping the, like, make it, dish it up. Another thing is have it for a meal, keep the sauce for the next night and do some roast potatoes and have, like, roast potatoes, you know, when you smash the top and then put spaghetti sauce on top with a bit of cheese. And because I put a lot of veggies in my spaghetti sauce, there's a meal. It's really quick and really easy. And the slow cooker, get your potatoes, wrap them in foil, and then put them in the slow cooker during the day and they'll cook while you're at work. So good. Steak sandwiches are a winner. Roast beef or lamb, so quick and easy. Roasts are simple. Like I don't, I would roast a couple of times a week because it's just prepare in the oven pull it out and because it's roasted and it's cooked slower on a lower temperature it's just so tender so good homemade hamburgers are really good in our house kids love them and beef curry can't go past the curry i love curries now seafood a lot of people who are maybe vegetarian still like to eat seafood which is great um i'm lucky my kids love seafood and i love seafood so we eat uh fish once or twice a week which is awesome pan fried fish if you get a pan like a fry pan and you make it quite hot and put a little bit of oil in there put the fish on and it's almost seared and then turn it over and sear it again and a little crack of salt on there that that picture there is salmon it's got some roast sweet potato and a salad yum such a good dinner salmon patties are so easy i make them with either mashed potato or sweet potato and they're great uh, then you've got tuna bake. Tuna bake's a winner as well. And that's just, you know, tuna pasta. I always put a little bit of Dijon, not Dijon, whole grain mustard. So good. Peas and corn, pop it in the oven, bake it up. Bit of crunchy sourdough on top. Spaghetti marinara, such an easy one to make as well. And they love prawns and stuff. So, you know, marinara mix isn't expensive at all. And you just need tomato paste, canned tomatoes, garlic, a bit of parsley, a bit of chicken stock winning and fish parcels get some foil pop the fish in a little bit of parsley lemon juice you could put some um, chopped up tomato in there if you wanted to then just close them up and bake them for oh, 100 160 maybe 20 minutes 25 minutes and you just open it and you've got this beautiful little fish parcel to have with some salad and a breadstick and you know, I've mentioned slow cooking. Slow cooking is so good. I, I have got a $25 slow cooker from Target. <laughs> Thank you, Target, Target. And um, I've never had a problem with it. It cooks food beautifully and it's so easy to do. It's quick, it's easy, it's delicious. If you're gonna use a slow cooker and you're busy, which we all are, we've established that, I get the slow cooker out the night before I'm going to use it and I put everything in. I don't brown meats. I don't do anything. I don't toss them in flour and stuff. No, I don't have time. I don't want to wash an extra pan anyway. I put everything in. I mix it up. I put the lid on, pop it in the fridge. As soon as I get up in the morning, I take it out of the fridge so that it's got, you know, half an hour, 45 minutes to become to room temperature so that I don't crack the ceramic bowl by putting it straight onto the heat. And then I get a coffee back to the coffee uh, and then I turn it on as I walk out put it in on low leave the house come home all I've got to do is either cook some rice or pasta or have that ready or use the roast veggies that I've done on the weekend I've got dinner so good it's really nutritious uh, it's just real food in there uh, saves you money if you are like today for instance I have to go shopping with a teenager Send me help, please. And uh, there's footy training and there's dancing. So we're all out and about today. I've got the slow cooker on. I do because we're six of us in our family. If I go and get fish and chips even or pizza on my way home, let's just say it's $50. It's, I, I can't get takeaway for less than $50 for my family. And uh, I put the slow cooker on and it's cost me about $12. And that's dinner. And there'll be leftovers tomorrow. So good. Saves us money. And your house will smell amazing. I can smell it now. It's really good. It's so good. And when I do a lamb roast in there and I come down the stairs to the front door, I can smell it. So good. So there's a picture of my lamb roast. I literally get, always take the bone out, get the butcher to take the bone out. 
because too many times I have put it in the slow cooker and it doesn't fit. Oh, that's so frustrating. I put the lamb in, I put rosemary on top, I chuck garlic cubes in there and I put the lid on and walk away and cook it for eight hours and then I just literally shred the meat and it's beautiful. It's so, so good. We have it in uh, lamb wraps. I uh, use the lamb for a curry. I make a pie, like a shepherd's kind of pie. So good. Or just a plain old roast. Chicken pasta in there is amazing. A beef curry in there is so good. Overnight oats are amazing. Get your oats, put your milk or whatever cho choice of milk that you want in there. Then I uh, grate an apple. I put some cinnamon and some sultanas. Mix it up, put the lid on, but put it on keep warm, not on low or high because it gets a bit crusty around the outside. You may like the crusty bit. My husband does. I don't. So I cook it and it just cooks and you wake up and you're like, mmm, I can smell brekkie. And a chickpea curry. I showed you that one before. So delicious. Now, also, when you registered for this, you uh, would have been sent a copy of my slow cooking book. Make some stuff in there. They are all, there's videos in there as well showing you how I did it. But they are all awesome recipes that my family eat and have been tried and tested. And I've had some great feedback from that ebook. So. If you didn't get a copy, send me an email, Heidi at wellnessmummy.com. I'll send you a copy. Now, family tips. Get input from everybody. Get the kids. Like, say, you know, I've kind of figured that you're not going to be able to make everybody happy all the time, yeah? And so, like, someone will get dinner served up and they're like, oh, I don't like this. And I'm like, well, you had your favourite yesterday. Eat that today, yeah? So just kind of get their input. It's soup night tonight. Uh, Tilly, what soup would you like this week? Because someone chose last week. So get their input because when they um, have input and talk to you about it and they take ownership of it, so they're more likely to eat it. So get everyone involved and maybe let them choose one a week as to what they'd like. Uh, if my kids go, I don't like this, I say, you don't like this yet. And you, have to, you don't have to like it, but you do have to try it. Now, kids will take 12 to 14 times sometimes, or adults as well, to decide if they actually like something or not. You can serve it to them continually and then one day they'll go, oh, that was good. Whether they just give up going, I don't like it, or whether they just do like it, I'm not really sure, but it works. It's one of my parenting tips, guys. Uh, eat at the table, turn the telly off, put the devices down, sit and talk to your kids because they're more likely to eat their dinner if they're not distracted. We do best party of day, worst party of day, funniest party of day, and what did you fail at? Because if they fail, it means they're trying to be better at stuff. So that's what we do and we just kind of, you know, they've actually got a new game, I'll tell you, and it's the who would you prefer game. It gets a bit, and there's like, who would you prefer to kiss? <laughs> Yeah, spend some interesting conversations at my table. Uh, another one, you skewers. This is kind of crazy, but my kids, when they were babies, they would eat anything that was on a stick. I used to put um, roast dinners on a stick, then that just eat it off. Or if it works, you know, they're getting good food in there. I don't mind doing that. Same with toothpicks. Put some toothpicks and let them pick up their salad bits or veggies with a toothpick. Peas with a toothpick. Take a while, but they eat them. And get your kids to help you to cook when they're invested and, you you know, get them to make a salad, chop stuff up, especially the softer veggies, not carrots, chop their finger off, but capsicum, zucchini, uh, cucumber, not, yeah, well, zucchini if you're having veggies, but stuff like that, get them in there, get them involved in cooking because, again, they take ownership of it. And lastly, guys, experiment with cooking. Experiment with food. Uh, it helps you enjoy cooking and... Um, when you've got a bit of a, you may be a person that hates cooking and there may be a reason you hate it, um, but once you get the hang of it and you can see how simple and quick it can be, uh, it's enjoyable because you get to eat good food and not spend ages in there. Embrace your failures. There are going to be failures. And if you follow me on social media, I've had literally a week of them. I burnt a cake so bad that my kids thought I'd made a chocolate cake, but it was a banana cake. And then I burnt sweet potato. I forgot it was in the oven. And then I burnt my oven mitt on the element, big hole in it. And then I put a plastic container on a hot, uh, hot plate that wasn't turned off properly. And I burned a hole in that and made a big mess of plastic on the oven that I had to scrub. Anyway, embrace your failures, guys. They're going to happen. Learn from them. Have a bit of a laugh and go to the next thing. It's all good. You'll get it right next time. 
This is another thing I do, cookbook post-its. So I love cookbooks. I have a whole cupboard of them. And if we go on holidays, I take cookbooks to read. I know they're bulky. doesn't work well. Uh, but what I do is I put a cookbook on the coffee table with post-its and I go, guys, if you want to pick a recipe out of there, write your name on the post-it, stick it on the page, and over the next month, we'll make it together. And it just, yep, most of the time it's cakes or biscuits or something like that but it doesn't matter because it's nice to experiment in the kitchen with the kids and they're doing math and they're learning and you know when they're doing that and you're hanging out with them and you can have chats and it's just kind of one of those times together and then you get to eat it at the end and sometimes they invent their own things it's quite interesting and then say to yourself I'm going to try a new thing once a week on Saturdays or Sundays, I tend to cook something new because I've got time to play in the kitchen. Uh, but if you don't enjoy it that much, do one a month and you've tried not 12 new things over the year. And they may become favourites. Like we often have try a new recipe and then it goes to the high rotation because everybody likes it. And again, get the kids to experiment with you. Yeah. Now I'm just going to jump back uh, to see if um, anybody's got any questions. Uh, Sherry, do you cook, how do you cook the roast in the slow cooker? Do you mean a lamb or do you mean a beef? Like which one are you talking about? The lamb one I, I spoke about. Um, I have done chickens in the slow cooker as well. The only thing when I do a chicken, it doesn't crisp up. And I quite like crispy chicken skin. But if you just pop it in there, the chicken falls off the bone. Like roast chicken in the slow cooker is a winner as well. So that's really good. Uh, beef, I don't really cook beef as such. I do corned beef in the slow cooker. So good and so easy. Get your slow cooker, pop your corned beef. Um, either I never cooked a roast. Yeah, try it. So good. Get a corned beef, pop it in there. This sounds weird. I don't, my mum taught me this and you cover it with water. So pour water in and then give it a good swig of white vinegar in there and then put peppercorns and put the lid on. Oh, it's so good. And then I serve it with a white onion sauce and veggies or salad. Amazing. Let me know if you want me to do a video of that one because that's really tasty and really quick and easy too. Um, okay, I'm going to go back and uh, I can't remember what. Oh, I've got it. I know now. Okay. Okay, it all still seems a little bit hard. Totally get that. Uh, it's taken me some time to get to where I am. It's quite a big adjustment when you first have children and you know you've got your jammies on, you're like, oh, it's four o'clock, where'd the day go? I get that, but you know, my eldest is 14 now, so I've been doing this for a long time and it's taken me a long time to get into my routine and, you know, have my staple dinners and know how to cook it, know how to, what to plan and, you know, all that kind of stuff. And that is why I've actually just brought out a new program called Real Food for Busy Mums. So this is kind of an extension of a detox, but you can drink coffee <laughs> and you can have gluten and things like that. But it's really good, clean, healthy food. And it's me holding your hand and doing all the thinking for you. So this is kind of easy. It's, uh, it's. Yeah, it's just me taking you on the journey uh, for a five-week program. So what we do is there's, let me click through to here. And yeah, it's to help you start where you're at. So we're all on different journeys. We're all at different levels. You may be a cook. You may love it, but you want someone else to do the thinking for you. I'm your thinker. Or you may not really know what to cook, how to cook it. Seems a bit overwhelming, a bit too hard, so you back away from it. This is for you as well because there's all videos, cooking videos, uh, daily talks, uh, daily preparation, show you what I'm doing and stuff like that. So what's included in it is it's a week of prep. I had started it as doing a uh, one-week a four-week course, just let's go into it, four weeks of menu plans, shopping lists, all that kind of stuff. And then I went, you know what? I need to do a prep week so that you guys can get some granola in the cupboard and, you know, get a dinner or two in the freezer so that if things don't go well, because we all have the shitty days, if things don't go well while you're doing the program, you can pull something healthy out of the fridge freezer that you've already got there. Um, you know, getting some healthy muffins or blueberry muffins or something, homemade treats in the freezer so that you've got something to have a cuppa. So it's kind of just setting yourself up to win that week. We might make some, oh, the other thing we're going to do is we're going to make um, 
sourdough from scratch. So we're going to grow the sourdough starter and we're going to bake bread, which is fun, smells good, tastes amazing. But little things like that in week one of prep week. And then we're going to do four weeks of menu plans for five days. No, five days, in, you know what I mean. <laughs> so it's Saturday and Sunday's off. So you'll get five days of menu plans because in the detox, everyone was saying they like to do their own thing on the weekend. And so I thought, well, you know what, let's do it for five days and then start again on the Sunday afternoon for our prep for the next week. So it's four weeks of menu plans for five days a week. Uh, you get the shopping list each week. So if you're going to follow along with me, now you may want to do your own thing during this time and swap and change recipes and that kind of thing. And that's fine. You're still in the community and it's, you've got all the recipes and what you need for that recipe. Um, but you can change it and adapt it however you need to. But there's four weeks of shopping list. So if you're going to follow along with exactly the program we're doing, you don't even have to write your shopping list, which was good. Daily inspo from more. It's me. Uh, we're going to have a private Facebook group. And in there, I'm going to do daily Facebook lives, answer your questions, have a chat, show you what I'm doing, show you what I'm cooking and stuff like that. I'm going to send you a daily email as well. So I'm going to say to you, okay, this is what's happening today. Have you done this? This is what's happening tomorrow. Get this out of the freezer and stuff. So I'm just going to really take away the thinking. So that's one less thing that you've got to think about. Um, and also you get access to me. So as you're going along, got a question, pop it in the group and uh, we'll get this great little community supporting each other and, you know, showing photos, which we do in the detox of what we're eating and sharing recipes and stuff like that. And it's fun. And I'm also going to give you a recipe ebook of all the recipes that we cover over the um, period of the program so that you've got it as reference for later on when you go back and um, where possible I'll also link videos in that so cooking demonstrations so if you forget how we did it you can just access the video and cooking videos demonstrations which I just spoke about and I'm also going to give you a blank menu planner and a blank shopping list so that you can change it around or use it later after the program um, and again a shopping list for the fridge should be standard in everyone's house. You run out of something, write it up. It's a winner. So it's everything you need to get started in one place to get started. And, you know, it might be to just start the changes that you've been thinking about. You know, you may not be feeling really fit or really healthy or you're a bit run down and stuff. And you think, oh, God, it is probably because I'm eating a bit too much, you know, food that's not really food. Uh, but it's a bit too hard. Don't know what to do. This is going to help you do that. It's also the starting point to eating real food. So it's seeing what goes together, seeing how quick and easy everything can be. And it's a starting point to learn how to cook. If you're not a good cook and you don't enjoy it, I'm going to make it fun. I'm going to show you how easy it can be because as we spoke about, I don't have much time. I'm really, really time poor and I don't want to do things in my life that take away any time that's my time. So uh, I keep it really simple. I'll show you how to do that. And it's a starting point to great health for you and your family because uh, little eyes are always watching you and if you lead by example, they're going to choose to eat that kind of food as well. If you're hooking into hot chips after school, they're going to eat that as well. So it's just leading by example and it's great health. It's good for you and it's good for their little bodies that are growing. So that's it, guys. It's real food for busy mums. I'm really excited about it. I'm really passionate about it. I'm uh, excited to take you on the journey with me. And um, we kick off May 29th. I know, for prep week, so it's not far away. So I have opened the cart last night, so it's available to purchase now until next Wednesday. Um, and this will take you through to the end of this school term. Now, that's a Victorian school term. I'm not sure about the other states. But with prep starting and then we've got the four weeks of menu planning, um, the menus and the shopping list and everything, it'll actually finish the last day of term. So you can go into the school holidays feeling amazing and all over it, which is good. And then you can get, you know, back on track either in the holidays, keep going or have a couple of weeks off and do whatever. It's all good. But that's where it will take you to. Lots of people are thinking, how much does it cost? It's a five-week course and it's $97 if it's paid up front. Now, that is uh, all. The other thing, that's right, I did actually set up a payment plan because I know money can be tight for a lot of people and I didn't want them to miss out. So, Or you can pay $20 over the course of the five weeks. So $20 when you sign up and then $20 each week after that. 
for the duration of the course. Um, because I want people to be able to do this. I'm really passionate that this can make a really big change to your life, to your family's life, to your health and to your state of mind because it's a really powerful thing to be in control of what you eat and a really powerful thing to... Um, yeah, it's just, I, I know, I know the value in this and I know that it can help you if you need help and if you're sick of the, I don't know what I'm going to do for dinner, it's too hard. And you know what, it's less than coffee a day. Yeah, back to the coffee, I really do sound addicted. Uh, it is less than a coffee a day, so it is very affordable and it's way less than takeout, which is, you know, if you took takeout every week over those five weeks, expensive. And this is the first... Uh, round that I'm going to do with this and I'm going to run this probably three times a year moving forward and I'm hoping to get as many mums from everywhere in this because the value of this is is life-changing and uh, I'm the guide for it I want to help and I'm really I love doing this kind of thing um, and you've got lifetime access. So as long as this is running, so this is the first round, the second round, third, da, da, da. as long as the course is running, you are in the next round. So you only have to pay once. And the other thing is that, uh, like, it may not be running when I'm 80. You know what I mean? Because I may not want to do that then. But as long as the course is running, you've got lifetime access. And another thing is it's really good to get in now because the price is going to increase to $197. There's, I know there's going to be a lot of value and it's just going to keep growing. I'm going to start to interview people in there and, you know, get more information for you guys and stuff like that. So this is a good time to jump in on the ground level for the first round. Plus, I'm excited. Can you tell? And this is actually last night, but I'm going to do it again now. If you join in the next hour, I've got no idea what the time is. <laughs> Uh, like literally, but from when I stop this presentation, if you join within the hour, you get a one-on-one -on -one call with me. So we can catch up on the phone, get a bit of a survival, talk about how we can tailor it to you, what help you may need and stuff like that so that I can be your helper along the way. And that's it guys. I'm going to jump back now and answer any questions. Uh, first, I'm going to stop sharing my screen. I am getting the hang of this. Okay. Sorry, someone's at my window. That's a bit awkward. Uh, okay, what have we got here from Sherry? How do we do weekly payments? Okay, so what I'm going to do, I'm just going to pop in uh, the link. Uh, oops. Okay, there's the link. Uh, down the bottom, there's two buttons. One's a painful and one's a payment plan. So you just click on the payment plan one and that'll all set up and it'll just come out each as you go. I'd love to have you in there, Sherry. That would be awesome. Uh, love a video. Okay, I'm on it. I'm going to do that next week. I'm going to do that for you Monday. We're going to have corned beef because I've got a crazy Monday afternoon. So that was perfect. Uh, that's it. Thank you so much for joining me, Sherry, <laughs> and everyone who joined me last night. And if you have any questions, I'm here to answer them. Send me an email to Heidi at wellnessmummy.com. And uh, yeah, we are on it. We are starting and you can get in until next Wednesday, which is, I'm even going to tell you the date, is Wednesday the 24th of May is the last day that you are able to join us. So jumping guys. I'm excited. Have a great day. Thank you so much for joining me and uh, I'll see you soon. Bye. For more inspiration, interviews, recipes, tips and tricks to help you thrive in this crazy mess we call motherhood, head to wellnessmummy.com. Thanks for joining me.